What is up, people? Thank you all for checking out this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. I am your host, EJ Stewart, and we have a great show lined up for you guys today. Of course, we had that uh, debut of the Black Adam trailer, this movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We've been waiting a long time to see some footage since the last time we got to see footage. I believe that was at DC Fandom last year. We finally got a full trailer of Black Adam. We see The Rock in all his glory in the costume, in the whole getup, plenty of the other heroes we'll see in this movie, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, all make appearances in the trailer. We will give our thoughts on what we thought about the first footage, we, the first real extended footage we got to see of Black Adam. We'll also talk about a new Marvel movie that is reportedly in development. Thunderbolts is apparently coming our way. And we even got some details on which characters could be a part of the team. So more on that coming up. And a sequel to a DC Oscar-nominated film, or at least there were people in the film that had got Oscar nominees. Joker is officially getting a sequel, and we'll tell you guys more about that. So plenty to get to on this show. It should be great conversation. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart-Sham. Good to have you on the podcast as well. Hope all is well. And one of the stories I saw this week that also did piqued my interest was something that happened very recently. Mike Coulter, who you remember, was the actor who played Luke Cage in the Netflix series that is now, of course, you know, on Disney+. Plus. With the return of the Wilson Fisk character being played by Vincent Defoe, Vincent D'Onofrio, with the return of Charlie Cox playing Matt Murdock, it has a lot of us wondering what other Netflix alums could be making their MCU debuts and led Rich Eisen to ask Mike Coulter, will he be next or will he be coming up at some point in a future Marvel Studios property? And he said this. He said it's a possibility, I guess. I just don't know how likely it is and I don't have anything tangible to offer. He said, People ask me, is it possible? And I'm like, anything's possible. They live on rumors and I go, I mean, you know, as much as I know, people read those articles. That's the exact same amount of information that I have. He said, quote, I'd be open to it, yeah. I mean, I had a great time. I had nice. have had a nice break from that much action in terms of physical action, in terms of filming a superhero show. So I'd be up for it again. But when I left, I was pretty tired physically. It's like when you play a sport, you need a little off-season. So it was fun to take a break, you know. So, Sham, that was my culture on the possibility of him returning as Luke Cage. And... We've talked about this in various different ways since we saw Vincent D'Onofrio return, since we saw Charlie Cox return. I want to ask you this in a different way. Not necessarily about um, uh, do you want it to happen. Do you expect to see Mike Coulter as Luke Cage in the MCU in the coming years? Um, I do. Um, just because, I mean, I, I feel like he had... Um, really, all the, the Netflix defenders had the best possible, I guess, audition, quote unquote, you can have, which is they played the characters. We saw them on screen. If they want to see what Mike Coulter looks like as Luke Cage on screen, they see it. If they want to see how people felt about it, about Mike Coulter as Luke Cage, they can just look on the Internet and see what the reception was. They can look up the critic reviews and see what the reception was. And it was very largely positive. There was I don't remember really seeing any negatives from from people about Mike Coulter specifically as Luke Cage. Um, I saw nothing but positives, you know, when it came to that. Um, not that no one else can play Luke Cage. I think I actually think there are probably a lot of black actors that can play Luke Cage. But he played a very very good Luke Cage, and I think he should be at probably at the top of kind of the the list of people so yeah and he's if he said he if he said as we see from these comments he's down to do it i would expect him to play the part you know that's that's so so my answer to that would, would be yes um i i would expect to see him as luke cage so jamari feeling very confident that mike Coulter will once again put on the t-shirt and the hoodie that will probably a bullet hold because of course he's being shot at often and he is bulletproof that we will see Mike Coulter 
in a Marvel Studios project in the future? I'll pose this question to Kendall, who also is on the podcast this week. Kendall, of course, good to have you, as always. Do you think we'll be seeing Mike Coulter as Luke Cage in a Marvel Studios property moving forward? Um, When you first asked the question, you know, I wasn't really sure how, how to answer it, but the more Ashmore was, was talking, I was thinking about it. And I, to me, I think I think we will. Um, I expect to see Mike Holter back as Luke Cage. And it, to me, I think it, comes, it boils down to Luke Cage is too big of a character to write off. You just say, we're not going to do Luke Cage in the MCU ever, uh, <laughs> you know, in the next five, six, seven, eight, ten years. Um so I think we're going to see Luke Cage at some point. And then the, then if that's the, that's question number one, then question number two is, will it be Mike Coulter playing him? And I think that they've already created a precedent that with with Kingpin and with uh, Murdoch that, yes, you know, we're going to bring back the Fox, car- the, 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 the Netflix actors, especially the ones that were, uh, that were high level and, and I think Mike Coulter fits the fits the description in that regard. So, yeah, I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see Mike Coulter back as Luke Cage. The one question was like, it was like, well, is Mike Coulter made the case maybe he's not big enough, you know, or maybe you could find a bigger actor, you know, in terms of name, you know, you probably could that you know, or you know, somebody who's more you know film uh film uh, experienced, but. Neither is Charlie Cox, you know, and they got Charlie Cox to play Daredevil in Spider-Man. So they could have they could have. That's another one. They could have recasted and got a bigger actor to play Matt Murdock, obviously. But why? You know, it's unnecessary. It doesn't make any sense. So I think I think. I think we're going to get Mike Coulter back. Um, The only devil, the the devil's uh, advocate or the only caveat is that. Um, Luke Cage was not as popular as Daredevil, you know. Um, still popular as own right. I thought it was very good, but um, so you don't have that. You're not gonna have the same crazy fanfare uh, that came with 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 Daredevil that made you say to yourself, "Well, we can't. We have no choice but to bring back Charlie Cox. We have no choice but to bring back Vincent D'Onofrio. We can't recast them with Luke Cage." Depending on who the actor is that you replace him with, you might actually be able to get away with it. So that that has to be uh, stated. But I still think that they're going to bring back Mike Coulter when they do uh, infuse Luke Cage into the MCU. It's funny, you know, when I when I think about this possibility of Mike Coulter returning, when I read the article, I kind of forgot Mike Coulter is forty five years old. Not necessarily like super old, but you know, he's a little up there for, for a character that's a very physical character. Um, so I maybe kind of think, well, well, you know, is that someone that, that you do? Would you want to, if you were starting all over, obviously that Netflix show was on years ago. Do you want to start with a, a Luke Cage that we probably won't see for the first time? Let's say, let's assume he's not in anything this year. You know, the earliest we'll see him is 23 or 24. You know, starting off at 46 or 47. Probably wouldn't be the first choice if Kevin Feige was looking for someone that wasn't named Mike Coulter. But like I said, I've said this before. I just feel like Marvel has a golden opportunity with this Netflix canon that is so beloved by so many people to just give the people what they want. There's so much fanfare around Charlie Costa's return as Daredevil. We know this show is coming out. There was a lot of fanfare to seeing Wilson Fisk, played by Vincent D'Onofrio for the first time on the Hawkeye series. Even though it may not make sense in terms of timelines and given where you may want to start a Luke Cage story, I don't know if it really matters. Mike Coulter, as I've said before, to me, is a non-negotiable when it comes to bringing back the Netflix characters. And if they are indeed going to do Luke Cage, and I think they should, especially when we don't know what the situation is with the Black Panther character, they're saying it's not going to be a recasted T'Challa. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I think that might be some word salad or word gymnastics that they're doing. But okay, let's say let's take them at their word. Uh, you know, 
male female you know black male heroes they could certainly use more and and to have someone who already has such a, a beloved a, a large and beloved fan base like Mike Coulter as Luke Cage that just seems like easy money to me so I, I tend to think that it will happen but expect maybe too too far a stretch for me I don't know there's a part of me that still looks at this and says I think from Kevin's standpoint I know how much he loved that that, that Daredevil series um I would assume he really did like the, the the Luke Cage series as well but I think the Daredevil characters especially particularly Cox and D'Onofrio were, were definites I think everyone else I think we're all kind of hoping you know and hoping and hoping and i hope it will happen if i had to lean one way i would say it will happen but but um but I, you know you just never know and then when i think of of culture and where he's at it makes me wonder in terms of age if that's someone that they would want i do find his comments here interesting only in the sense that they do sound just so similar to like all the recent people who have been told or asked about whether or not they're showing up in something when there's been rumors that they will and it's like, oh, I would love to, but I haven't heard anything. Sorry, guys. Like, how many times do we hear Charlie Cox say that? Like, I there's to me, there's no way all those times we asked him that he that if he was showing up or if he's coming back, and he said, I don't know anything. There's no way he was telling the truth all those times. There was definitely moments in there where he did probably get contacted, did have conversations, and he didn't know something was happening, and he just couldn't say it. So reading these quotes and thinking about the other times I read quotes from Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, Saying, oh, I would love to, but I haven't heard anything, even though my schedule is totally free and I'm ready to do it. Like, it just sounds very familiar, which makes me kind of think this very well could be happening and maybe even happening sooner than we think. But I just hold on the expect only because of, honestly, just the age. I was like, wow, I didn't know he was 45. Again, doesn't mean he's an old man. He's got plenty of life to live, obviously. But Feige likes to put his own imprint on things. And like I said, if he was starting, he was trying to find a Luke Cage now. I don't know if he would start at age 45. So that was my, that was my only take on it. I just thought it was interesting that uh, one shout out to Rich Eisen for interviewing Mike Coulter and actually asking him about this because this is shout out to Mike Coulter and any other projects he's doing currently. I'm sure that's why he was on Rich Eisen's show. But I think yeah, for the large, he's on the show, yeah, on the show which is actually really good, by the way. What show? Uh, Evil on Paramount oh. Plus. Yeah, he's very good in that show. No, yeah, shout out to shout out to Paramount Plus, shout out to Evil. I gotta check it out. You know, I, I you know I love supporting these actors and the stuff they do outside of the Marvel content. So I definitely gotta check that out. But I know a lot of people, whenever Mike Coulter's name comes up, they want to hear about what's going on with Luke Cage. So it would make sense that he got that question. I'm glad, glad we got some kind of answer out of him. The fact that also, like I've said before, and you guys have heard me, like when they ask these questions sometimes i feel like they've been told they can ask it it almost makes me feel like they they want to make headlines and it could be for various reasons it could be because marvel wants to get the word buzzing that you know mike coulter could be coming back or it could be mike coulter's people saying hey we want to go back we see people coming back let's put this headline out there and let's make marvel make a tough decision you know it could go either way but uh I, i did find that fascinating but let's talk about black adam guys so We've heard about this movie for literally like eleven years. Like I was like I was in college when we were talking about The Rock being Black Adam in a DC movie, and it's been years and years and years. And finally, we are here. The movie is coming out. We have a full trailer for the film. I thought this was a good trailer. I thought that. I saw a comment that I thought was interesting. I want your perspective on it. That someone said that because we live in this age of so many dark stories being told when it comes to superheroes, particularly in DC, it did strike them as odd the way DC's trying to paint Black Adam correctly as a anti-hero who is not who is willing to kill people. And you know, probably the the tag the best the big tagline in the trailer or the tagline for the movie is, you know, the world needed a hero. It got Black Adam. And then the, the big line from Dwayne Johnson in the trailer is, you know, Hawkman saying, you know, you can't kill people. And, you know, Black Adam says, well, I do. Or he does a heroes don't kill people. And Black Adam's like, well, I do. Well delivered line, very well written line. And we get some backstory. We get some action. Overall, I liked what I saw. 
But Sham, what did you make of some of the promotion for this movie? We talked about whether or not DC understood the assignment, The Rock understood the assignment. I certainly got that feeling with this. What did you think? I thought it was very. I thought it was a good trailer. Um, I mean, you you got plenty of Black Adam action, Black Adam flying, Black Adam catching a missile. Um, <laughs> nice. You know, so you got plenty of Black Adam action. You know, the action looks uh, pretty good. I would have liked to see more of the other heroes, but I understand that this is the movie's Black Adam, so it's going to be about Black Adam. Um, you know, so I'm cool with that. Uh, some of Doctor Fate's effects look very similar to Doctor Strange. I'm hoping they can differentiate. You got kind of the kaleidoscopic kind of stuff going on. I'm like, I hope they can kind of differentiate that a little bit. Um, hopefully, they show more of the Ankh and more of the other stuff that that he does. So, you know, but uh, but we'll see how that goes. But um, I mean, Hawkman looks great. The other heroes look great. You know, that's part of the, part of the reason I want to see more from more of them. But um, but Black Adam looks good. I'd say my only concern is that he looks and sounds and talks, of course, like The Rock. So I'm hoping <laughs> yeah. I don't watch Black Adam and think, oh, I'm watching The Rock. I guess play Black Adam, but he looks and just, he sounds. I feel like I'm just watching The Rock with like Superman powers or you know with like Black Adam powers. Black Adam powers. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I don't know. So. I, I feel very good about the movie. It looks good. I mean, Black Adam looks good. The powers are great. The other heroes look great. But you know, that's that. I'd say that's my only concern. So, but I also need to find out more about the story as well. So we have to see how the story is, and um, you know, then we'll we'll be able to make a, a better determination. But so far, it looks pretty good. It looks fun. It looks like a good, fun, you know, <laughs> superhero movie. So I'm down to see it. All right, Shamari says it's fun. Kendall, what do you think? Did you get that same feeling from Sham that this very much felt like The Rock just reading? Yeah, for Black I mean, Adam? I was like, this is this is just Luke Hobbs with a cape, <laughs> you know? This is Spencer Strasmore with a hoodie, with a hood on. <laughs> but, no, uh, yeah, I mean, look, The Rock is we we we've known that for a while, but. Honestly, I think if there's any character, we've said this for a while, that if there's any character that you kind of can just let The Rock, you know, do this with, I think Black Adam is one of the better ones to do that with. Um, you know, because he's already a pretty, he's already a pretty, like, pretty stoic, but but understated character to begin with. And that's how The Rock, it seems to be playing him. And we'll, we'll see, obviously, we'll have a better sense when we see the movie, but... Um, but but yeah, but there's definitely you know the Rock just has a look and he has a you know an aura that's always gonna remind you of Dwayne Johnson. But um, but yeah, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the trailer. Um, as I like to do with trailers, there are sometimes you know there are trailers where you watch it and you're like, I'd be shocked if this movie wasn't great, or or vice versa, I'd be shocked if this movie was great. Um, this this is one where I I can't say for a fact you know I w- if this movie was bad I wouldn't be shocked you know um, at this point uh, hopefully that changes after you know after more but I don't think they sold me on a story that I think for a fact is going to be super compelling but action I think is the action I, I assume is going to be great um, the the characters that they have included suggest i mean we're talking about black adam and you're talking about dr fate and hawkman and adam smasher like you know there's gonna be and they, they don't look like they've they've uh you know skipped out on any of the effects uh i think that they've they've, they've decided to to invest quite a bit and obviously if you're gonna bring in the rock uh he's gonna get the best uh from a from a budget standpoint so yeah, I mean, I, I think I mean it looks it looks good. I mean, again, visually it looks excellent. Uh, the thing that worries me the most, maybe this is just coming off of Doctor Strange, and Jamar mentioned Doctor Strange returned to Doctor Fate, but the JSA is giving me some Illuminati vibes, and uh, you guys know I was not a huge fan of the Illuminati in Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, they're about um, to jump. Yeah, yeah, I just I just don't know how they, they there's no way that they're. As we say in wrestling, no way they're going over. So you know, 
this is going to be bad. And so how do you set up these characters? You're going to build them up just for them to get destroyed by Black Adam. I, I'm interested to see how that story plays out, because I don't think it played out well in my mind in Doctor Strange. Will it, will it be better in this one? Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great point Kendall made, because when I watched this trailer, it, it, it was that was becoming very clear to me when i say job for people who aren't wrestling fans that that means you know someone's a jobber it means that you uh you you lose and lose in pretty embarrassing fashion and easy fashion in wrestling uh to you know someone they're trying to build up that to me is what is going to happen in this movie most likely especially with the way you know someone like hawkman is trying to juxtapose what heroes are supposed to be black adam saying well this is who i am there's no doubt there's going to be a showdown between the JSA, which will include Hawkman, include Cyclone, Adam Smasher, and Doctor Fate. They're gonna they're gonna smack down, no pun intended, with Black Adam, and I don't think it's gonna end well for them. How do I feel about that? I think the other three being smashed by by Black Adam, I don't care about as much, including Hawkman. I think Doctor Fate is the one where you kind of pause and say. A Doctor Fate fight against Black Adam could be an, a movie in itself. Like, that could be an absolute movie. That is an absolute, like, barn burner of a fight. It's nip and tuck. There's no clear advantage. Like, Doctor like, Fate should not be jobbing to really anyone. That's how strong he is, in theory. And that would be, I think, a fair concern to have when it comes to this film. I got to see the execution. I'm always the kind of person where it's like, you could tell me something at face value. And yeah, sometimes I'm not going to, you know, pretend like I don't fly off the handle on stories. I hate when I hear them on this podcast, I've told you about ideas that I've seen get floated out there on the internet and say, Oh, I hate this idea that DC or Marvel is going to try to do. So I'm not going to say that I don't always do that, but typically I do like to also see the execution. So it looks like they're going to job. They may very well job, but maybe it works out. Maybe it looks good, and maybe it makes sense for how the movie plays out. I don't know. We have to actually see the the movie. But I think in terms of the visual effects, everybody looks good. I think Hawkman looks good. I think uh, I think uh, Brosnan looks good as Doctor Fate. And shout out to The Rock. You know, he had mentioned how he did not he refused any kind of additional padding to his Black Adam costume which is what DC apparently wanted to do. You hear these stories, and sometimes you wonder if they're just telling stories that aren't true, but this is what he said. Um, and this was actually a, a second-hand account. Like, someone else had said this, and then he confirmed it on his Twitter account. Uh, DC wanted to add padding to his, his suit uh, leading up you know, leading up to the, produ- the production of the movie, and he told them, no, 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 no. I'm killing myself in the gym so that I can actually look like someone who can, you know, basically you know take down countries on their on their own and he looks like it like he looks like a beast and we, we, it's not, not surprised considering it's the rock so overall i, I liked it i, I you know I, I can't say this was something that was eye-opening or just something that blew me away completely but i think my black adam expectations are not super high i'm not saying that i think this movie is going to be terrible but i'm not expecting some classic so Basically, for me, the first the ball for the first trailer was like, don't be terrible and don't be goofy. I think with the Rock and anything he's in, and you know, I me, mean, I I'm a you know Rock fan. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. So growing up, I root for the Rock as a little kid. Um, of course, he went to the U, so I'm a Miami football fan. So there's a lot of reasons why I like the Rock. But we know how the Rock is. He's very over the top. He's very much himself. And for a lot of things, that's great, but for some things, especially, I think, with this stuff, with superhero stuff, where we are trying to make these superheroes not seem so corny, it, it could read a certain way. I think this movie took itself serious enough. I think he took himself serious enough. He can't change who he is, so it is going to sound like The Rock reading Black Adam lines, but I like the tone. I like everything I saw. The bar wasn't super high, but they cleared it. They cleared it very easily. So that makes me excited for what a second trailer may may, may look like. And I'm excited to see what this movie ends up uh, looking like in October. So we didn't um, see, because I, I, I know we talked a little bit about the fact that Black Adam is also a king. 
uh, he yeah, is, he's the king of Kandak. Um, we didn't know if there would be any kind of sensitivity to that him being, you know, the king of the Middle Eastern nation, essentially. Um, we didn't know how that would necessarily be handled. It seems to me like they were just saying, no, The Rock, this is just The Rock. Because that's how he looks and sounds to me, which is fine, you know, but it's just The Rock, and he's just in this nation. And he, they didn't show him much as a ruler. I'm wondering how much they're going to they're going to uh, I, from what emphasize I got from the trailer, that. Sham, when I got from the trailer, it looked to me like he's not at that level yet. Like that's what, it, that's what it, yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like he, he's like almost like just become Black Adam, basically. Right, like, yeah, it almost looks like he's gonna become, he's gonna become the ruler of conduct by the end of this movie. Like, that's kind of how I interpreted right, what yeah. I was seeing. Okay, yeah, so I mean, and that's fine. You know, I think that's probably, that probably makes the most sense uh, for them to do. Um, so yeah I, guess, yeah, I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's an FN element, and we saw they showed some clips of you know his his past, and you know the the, the story is you know his son sacrificed himself to keep himself alive. Then you know, Adam was killed anyway; he was a slave. This is a story that's very reminiscent to the story that's told by the New Fifty Two. We know that DC film stuff has loved really not even DC film a, a lot of DC content has light taking from the New Fifty Two. And, and, and they definitely take a lot of inspiration from that. And we're going to see him rise from there. I don't know if, like, they should, like Kendall mentioned, I don't know if this is, like, or Shamari mentioned, I don't know if this is him, like, if he's been Black Adam for a while and somehow he's just made it to our present time period, or if uh, he just became Black Adam and he was, like, buried in some pyramid somewhere and then now he's Black Adam. Like, I don't know. That's the part I'm kind of... It wasn't very clear to me, and it doesn't have to be. Like, I mean, there's a movie to watch. I'm I'm ver- perfectly fine figuring out what that is. I just I didn't get a clear picture of it from watching this trailer, but there's something in there that certainly will have to be straightened out regarding how long is he in Black Adam? When did he become Black Adam? And and the block seems hot very fast for him. It seems like as soon as he pulls up, there's people with guns and they're ready for him. They're waiting for him. So I don't know why that happened or how that happened, but. Overall, solid trailer. Looking forward to seeing what more we get from Black Adam. But I want to shift gears now and talk about a Marvel property that is coming our way, according to various reports. It looks like the Thunderbolts has officially been greenlit and is in an official production status. So this was, of course, reported by Deadline, who got this report, Jake Schreier who did uh, Rob, Robot and Frank, and Dave is set to direct. Eric Pearson, who is the script writer for Black Widow, is writing the script. And this is happening. So if you know anything about the Thunderbolts, they are essentially, this is, you know, Marvel fans maybe may not like this, but they are essentially Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad for DC. So essentially uh, a program usually run by, or at least, initially run by general thunderbolt ross r.i.p of course uh because we we lost um uh forgive me what uh, i can't remember his name right now Uh, yes um so so but but typically run by general ross and he gets some past villains really honestly most of the time the current villains even um he gets current villains to do work for uh, the u.s government and, and to do these kind of, you know, clandestine kind of missions, these morally gray kind of missions. And this is apparently going to be coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, the word is that some of these characters that could be appearing in this film include Baron Zemo, Yelena Belova, who, of course, we, we saw just recently in Hawkeye, Ghost, Taskmaster, The Abomination, U.S. Agent, and the Winter Soldier. So, again, we'll have to see what the deal is with what they'll do with the General Ross character. Could someone like Val step in and be that figure for this team? But this is indeed going to happen. This the, this this iteration of the Thunderbolts coming to uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, there's not been an official announcement from Marvel, but... When these trades get this far in line and say that this is definitely happening, that means that it is 
at least definitely happening, or at least they're working to make it happen. So, Kendall, are you thumbs up or thumbs down on what you're hearing about this new project regarding a Thunderbolts movie? Um, I think it's interesting. Just the whole announcement, not non-announcement, but trades picking it up now. Obviously, we know when these stories are happening like this, and they it's being announced like this, then I mean, it's coming from Marvel. Yeah. Uh, they're letting it happen. Because we, cause we know when things aren't allowed to be said that are common knowledge. Like, for example, World War Hulk. You know, that's something right. that we know is a thing, but Hollywood Reporter's not going to say it. Nope. You know, because Marvel hasn't let them. Um, but Thunderbolts, and we've kind of known, you know, yeah, it's probably something you're going to do, but Hasn't been yeah, this yeah, this, we've concrete. talked about the possibility for a Thunderbolts movie for a long time. Right, they've clearly been setting it up. I think it's been more obvious in story than even out than even underground. Yeah, you could just see it uh, <laughs> the way they were setting it up. There were obvious candidates. Yeah, but... all these all these redeemable characters who villains, <laughs> but there are stories about them that make yeah, them more complicated. Yeah, they go back and oh yeah, Ross has them all, you know, and they still hadn't done Red Hulk, so it was clear that Thunderbolts were something that they. They were eyeing. Um, so yeah, I, it's interesting that it's coming out now from a from a from an announcement standpoint. Um, I'm always I always feel weird because I'm like yeah, they didn't officially announce it, but we know at this point we know more about this movie than we do about Fantastic Four, which is something that they did officially announce. I'll be honest, I think the Fantastic Four thing was not Kevin Feige's idea. I, I'm, I think somebody above him, Iger Chapik, told him to. Tell them that you're doing fantastic. Wow, because that's a, that's a scold. Yeah, take. why is that? I know it's, well, it's a hot take because I'm just I'm, I'm just saying I know it's off topic, but I'm just going off of like they have nothing, you know, and then we still keep going back to the you know they haven't uh what call like they haven't even teased it in movie or in universe that they're even doing it. So I don't maybe I'm wrong. I may look stupid, and they may say yeah, it's coming out and. March of 2023 and you know then then things change but um but yeah uh but in terms of the thunderbolts it's interesting i mean look obviously the the casual fan is going to look at it and be like oh so they're just biting off the suicide squad which yes in many in many ways that's that's what they're going to be doing dc's proved proven uh that 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 it can be done and it can make money uh They've done two Suicide Squad movies now. Yeah, before it took, Marvel, it took, them, it took them two two to get get it right. Yeah, it took them two to get it right. They made money both times, or at least the first time. Yeah. The first second time was during a pandemic, but the first time they made money. Second time they had to get it right, you know, critically. Critically, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so 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 Marvel now is jumping jumping on the bandwagon, and I think it's it's. I I don't love I I don't love the team that I've heard so far. Um. You know, you go through the characters. There are some that I am a fan of, you know. I mean, I'm a fan of Zemo. I'm a fan of really the two that I'm not a fan of. I'll just be honest. Ghost and, and Taskmaster. Uh, <laughs> two very middle-of-the-road villains. Now, have we seen that happen before where you have a character that was a villain of something else and then you bring him in a, in a shared universe and they're a lot more dynamic? Um, you know, I think... Um, we see it a lot. I think we've seen it in the CW. It, we've seen that happen sometimes where they'll bring the Arrowverse. Uh, there have been some some villains that we've seen show up and they're even better. You know, I think the guy that played uh, Zoom, you know, Eobar Thon um, was was even better. You know, we saw him in things like Legend of Tomorrow than he was even in The Flash. Um, so, yeah, you can be better, but I'm not just... I, no interest in their backstories and seeing character development from them. So that is, is, is a little alarming. And then, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I just wonder if there are better characters. I like, I don't know if they've earned it. I, I guess is my point. You know, I do, I am excited to see more Bucky. I'm not sure if this is where I want to see Black Widow, uh, Yelena, uh, back. Um, you know, I'm not sure what the deal is with Zemo, and I mean, I don't know. It's a it's a weird it's a weird group. 
I do like John Walker, but I agree. I think that this is probably whatever is going on with Val. But then that makes me wonder, so then no abomination, because we know he's going to be in She-Hulk. So I don't know. A lot of questions. Yeah, I have a lot of questions, Sham. I think Kendall touches on a lot of things, I feel. Like, I was very excited when I heard that this was a movie that was happening, because the Thunderbolt should happen. But for me, the big thing that I take away from this was I don't like a lot of the names I'm hearing for this team, which is what Kendall just mentioned. I'm cool with Zemo. He's like a foundational Thunderbolts member. I'm actually cool with Yelena. Uh, I think Yelena has been a Thunderbolts member at the time. I think they're going to have to mix in. I think the difference between the Suicide Squad and this will that they will mix in some people that we think of as closer to being heroes. Not necessarily right. now. You Rick know, Flag. Type. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Rick Flag was in you know the Suicide Squad, but you know Rick Flag is like a nobody to anybody who doesn't know the Suicide Squad. Like I think they'll want somebody who's more established that has a history in the MCU. So I think Yelena and uh, Bucky could serve that. I'm cool with those two being in there. I thought tomorrow the U.S. agent possibility was a little weird, only because you're putting it with Winter Soldier. I just wouldn't think that like Bucky would have anything to do with Walker. So it's that, too copycat, like, like, and yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't need Captain, I don't need a, a version of Captain Winter Soldier again. Like, I don't need that. Like, <laughs> like separate those guys, you know. Um, I don't need to ever see Taskmaster. Like, that was the one that I was big thumbs down on. Like, Taskmaster did not work as a villain. Now, action wise, I said I, 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 I've shot bail to back Black Widow. Cause I thought action wise, Taskmaster was it. When it came to actual backstory for taskmaster disaster that's not a character i ever want to see uh or ever want to explore if you're going to do taskmaster just redo the whole character get someone who actually is taskmaster not someone who is a you know jerk off brother sister or you know daughter whatever the hell it was we're not doing that um and, and you know it's funny the ghost character is someone we kept hearing over and over again hey this ghost character is probably gonna show up at some point i kind of forgot about ghost Ghost was a pretty decent villain. I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not, you know, clamoring for her. But for me, like, Sham, like, I would love to see some of these, like, OG Thunderbolt characters make it into this film. Like, like Songbird, to me, is, like, just a clear character that you got to have in the Thunderbolts. Um, someone like, uh, 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 even someone like Bullseye, potentially, if you bring Dex back. He could be someone who oh, would be, man, be awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a way to bring back that character because he was the bullseye. He was, excuse me, he was bullseye. Uh, obviously, bullseye was in the Thunderbolts during the Norman Osborn run with them, and then of course he became, you know, Hawkeye when they were the Dark Avengers. And if, if we keep hearing this word about doing uh, Dark Avengers, that could be, you know, a, diff- a easy way to to move forward with that. I don't know. I think that's something I liked what I heard. I saw, but the the issue I had was the team I saw. Sham, how did you feel about that? Sham, your mic might be muted if you're there. Oh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. So honestly, I feel I feel the same way about you guys as you guys. Um, so, I mean, Yelena. Dope, love it. Zemo, I like it. You know, I, I mean, I don't mind Zemo. Um, uh, Abomination, I feel like you need you need muscle. I don't know what they're doing with Abomination right now. It seems very back and forth. I mean, he's gonna be in She-Hulk. I don't know what. You know, I don't really know. He was like practicing with Wong before though, so I don't. So it's it's unclear what deals with Abomination. I guess we'll find out. Um, I'm cool with U.S. Agent being in it. I, I think that's a really good. I think that's a good piece. Uh, I don't know about Bucky because that, that's kind of what we're hearing is that Bucky might be in it. I agree with you, EJ. I don't know if I need two. I think they're trying to sell, sell tickets. Maybe yeah, probably. I mean, I just feel like we don't need two cat copycats. You know, like I just it just, <laughs> it just seems overkill. I don't think we need two of them. Two super soldier serum guys, uh, you know, in, in this. Um, no, I think Bucky is probably a better super soldier than than U.S. agent, but but still, um, 
I, I don't want to, I agree with you. I don't want Taskmaster in it. I agree with you, EJ. I don't want Taskmaster in uh, the Thunderbolts. Because, again, isn't she all, like, scarred up and everything? And, like, brainwashed and scarred? And, I mean, I guess they could try to do a Winter Soldier they, thing. Didn't they release her from that, though? I thought that was the case. Did no. they? Did they? I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, she's still well, scarred. She's, not still she's scarred, but I, I don't think she's under Drakoff's spell. Right, right. What's going on. And, and they yeah. know how to like get her out of that. So I mean, they go yeah, get her out. Yeah, like, the widow antidote thing. Okay, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. she's just a robot still, but you know, killing machine. But yeah. yeah. I mean, so I don't know. So I mean, that's it's just weird. It's kind of strange what they did with her. Um, I would not want. I probably wouldn't want like he's like you. I wouldn't want this Taskmaster involved in the Thunderbolts. So I mean, I guess we'll see what happens um, with that. Um, I don't really mind Ghost being in it. Uh, I I didn't I didn't love. I mean, Ghost was fine for the, for the Ant Man and the Wasp uh, movie, but I, I I like the powers. I feel like that could be really cool to see in a team as well. So I don't really mind Ghost being in it in it, for this. I, I don't know how she functions as a single big bad for a movie, but in a team, kind of a team. Oh, I do know not well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Kendall knows. But you know, in a team, I feel like I feel like it would probably work better, honestly. Yeah. You know, so so I don't mind I don't mind Ghost as much in this in this role. Um, but I mean, Taskmaster's got to go. That's kind of the big the big standout. Um, so I think, I, and I and I would be willing to bet most people probably were not, did not like Taskmaster, or this very or would or rather would prefer. The original version of Taskmaster, yeah, so Taskmaster. So I feel like they got to. I feel like they got to do something about that. I mean, our, our younger brother Henry, you know, not not like a certainly not a Taskmaster expert, but he was excited to see the Taskmaster expert, the Taskmaster, the version of Taskmaster that you know you see on like cartoons yeah. or the, yeah, the Avengers the, game, video game, yeah, the Avengers video game, and it was nothing like that. And I'm like, and they were. They were they were in the video game like Black Widow is uh that's that's her you know boss that's her that's her rival and it's it's yeah they they totally yeah you know that was, that was they totally misled people with that but um to me I think the character obviously like, they're, they're not doing Red Hulk at this point which is unfortunate but uh makes sense but the the character to me that I think. If you're trying trying to tell me you're gonna sell t- if you want to sell tickets, I think the guy that you need to include, and it's 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 reluctantly to me because I already have my own idea for the for the for the actor, but I, I think it's gotta be Punisher, right? I mean Ooh. you bring in, you told me you bring John Bernthal into the mix in the in a Thunderbolts movie. I don't, at that point I don't care who else is in it. Uh, you got me. Uh, so the question I have you know, though, is I mean, I guess I guess I guess the question I'll have though is character motivation, and I I, I want to say Punisher has maybe been in the Thunderbolts. I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Yeah, so yeah. Me. yeah, just do it. So a, okay, because I see I see that name get floated around. But for me, me I guess the question I have though is why would Frank Castle, the Frank Castle we introduced to, which is not that different than any other iteration of Frank Castle, right. why would he work with noted? bad people like Zemo and these folks like why would he why would he do that like he would want to put these people six feet under you would think <laughs> right I it may be you may be a suicide squad kind of thing whereas like he has to for the reason they know they have they have I something mean, on but he just seems to be kind of guy of principle where it's like oh if you don't do this you'll have you know you'll be you'll, you'll give you the electric chair he seems to be the kind of guy that would just take the electric chair like he's that crazy <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they'll they'll have to figure. Yeah, that that would be something they'd have to figure out. But I on, think on the surface, of, on the can, on the on the surface, like you, I love the idea. I'm just thinking about yeah, how do you make it make on, sense? Like, just the idea that he would be in some trouble where like he would like you know like where he, I don't know if he would do it voluntarily, but like if we're talking a Suicide Squad kind of thing, then he doesn't have a choice. You know what I mean? No, I feel you. I I I, I could see that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, if they find a way of making no choice, I can see that, you know. I, I also thought about, um, I don't know, I just, there are, the Thunderbolts, 
there's a lot of characters who have been Thunderbolt characters. I think because Marvel has such a deep roster at this point of people, they're going to lean on the folks that they have, which I get. But there are some, like, again, like Moonstone is someone who's also, like, a foundational, you know, to me, a foundational character for the Thunderbolts. Like, I'd rather see Moonstone than this version of Taskmaster. I'm not against Taskmaster. I'm just against the Taskmaster that they created. You know, I I, I, I love Taskmaster. He's one of my favorite Marvel villains, but not, not the one that they created. So that will be my question for them, which is how would you make this Taskmaster palatable if you're going to put, you know, put, put them on this team? That would be a problem for me, but I like that they're doing it. I like that we're going to get a, uh, a, a, a Thunderbolts movie. They got to figure out the roster. And then um, also, real quick, the thing the Suicide Squad, in my opinion, has had the biggest trouble with is finding a villain for the villains to fight. And they've had two movies now where, I mean, none to write home about when it came to the enemy. Um, is that, it, like, we'll, I'm, I'm just curious to see how Marvel handles that. Marvel obviously has villain problems in its own right with their own with their superhero movie. So they do a superhero a super villain movie or uh, an anti hero movie with trying to figure out what an antagonist would be to that should be kinda interesting. It would be a great opportunity, I think, for them to try to like I, I, I tend to agree. Like it's funny. I picked up a Suicide Squad comic. Oh, Suicide I think it's Suicide Squad versus Justice League. I think I, I picked up the first couple issues of that when uh, Rebirth did it. And, like, the first, like, issue, like, the Suicide Squad, like, they're, the person that they're fighting is General Zod. And I'm just like, wow, that's a great villain for the Suicide Squad. Because <laughs> it's, like, right. this, like, obvious, like, seemingly impossible task. Um, a, a legit dope villain. And seeing them try to figure out how they're going to contain a General Zod, a Kryptonian with his powers and, and, you know, the ruthlessness that Superman doesn't possess, that was very compelling. And I would love to see Marvel with a Thunderbolts villain find someone like that. I don't know if they're like honestly, you know who would be great? Uh the dude that was in what's the name? Icarus. Right. Like, Icarus. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if, if the Thunderbolts had to stop Icarus. Like that would be nuts to me. Like I, I think like yeah. the Suicide Squad has always worked best when they fought like that kind of villain. I think the Thunderbolts the same. When they've kind of, it's not necessarily a big monster. Like the monster thing is easy, the the whole city's falling apart, and we got to put it together. Thing is easy. It's easy. I, I always thought like giving them a real threat and someone who's obviously way more evil than them, or at least very more right. dangerous than them, would always like made the most sense. If I was writing the Thunderbolts movie, I would have them have to fight Icarus. I would have Icarus would have returned to Earth, and you know. For whatever whatever he's trying to do, and you know the you know the the, uh, the Eternals they they don't try to show up unless they have to, and maybe there's a reason why they can't, and it's up to you know now the Thunderbolts who are going to be weighing over their head fighting someone the caliber of Icarus that I think would be neat. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I mean I agree. I think that I think that would be, I think that would be a good uh, you know I think that'd be a pretty good. Book. Let's uh, wrap the show, guys, with the last story of the week. And this was also pretty big news. We even got more details about this today. So a Joker sequel is indeed happening. Of course, Joaquin Phoenix, who played the, the, the Joker character, he won an Oscar for that role. That movie made $1 billion. We're getting a sequel. And not only are we getting a sequel that will be directed once again by Todd Phillips, uh, uh, Scott Silver will also co-write the script just like he co-wrote the first script but it's adding some star power according to reports according to the Hollywood Reporter a exclusive report that Lady Gaga is also in early talks to star in this Joker sequel titled Folie Ado. Uh hopefully I got I pronounced that right uh, the, you know, that, that term being a, a medical term for an identical or similar mental disorder that affects two or more individuals, usually members of the same family. So the picture that was shared on social media was Joaquin Phoenix reading the script for this film. That was the official announcement that it indeed was happening. If you listened to our episode last week, we talked a little bit about how it sounded like 
this Joker thing was imminent, and then the next day, literally here we are. Kendall, what do you think about Lady Gaga potentially joining the fray, and what do you think about this uh, idea of a Joker sequel that now that is confirmed? Yeah. So, yeah, I've read a little bit <laughs> while we were on the show. Uh, I wasn't listening to you guys. I was reading on this story. <laughs> oh, no, but Thanks, Kendall. Not, really. not, not, not the first but, time. He's, he's uh, ignored everything I said. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the word is that, I mean, according to them, that she she's playing Harley Quinn if she gets it, if they finish it. Um, and that it's supposed to be a, a musical. Uh, yes. So, to me... I mean, look, I'm excited to do a Joker sequel. Uh, I've always said we're going to get a Joker sequel at some point. Uh, you know, I've never, never balked on that because it made enough money. It was popular enough, critically acclaimed, Academy Award winning uh, when it came to Joaquin Phoenix's performance. So, yeah, I, I was not surprised that it got, got a sequel. Um, not sure this is the exact direction I thought they would go, but I... I I like the the Lady Gaga Harley Quinn thing. I'm not I'm not a, I'm not against it. Uh, I'm not the musical part is the one that uh, that's where you kind of lose me a little bit. Uh, sometimes that could be a stretch. You know, there are a lot of movies that are musicals that still have good stories. Um, you know, I didn't watch West Side Story, but I'm sure that was a musical on some level. Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't watch in 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 the Heights, but I'm sure that was a musical on some level. Oh, so, in the Heights is uh, certainly a musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, you've got you've got movies with musical numbers that you know still, still be interesting, still have depth and whatnot. Uh, I'm not the. I am the type of person though. If I'm watching a series and then it's a it's a musical episode, I'm probably gonna skip it. You know. Uh, CW, uh, I skipped a lot of CW episodes of CW shows because Greg Berlanti or whoever decided we want to have a musical episode this week. So that I'm not excited about. Hopefully, it doesn't change the tenor of the of the of the movie too much. Uh, it doesn't differentiate it from the first one too much, but or deviate from the first one too much. But uh, overall, I think that um, I think I'm excited. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I think honestly, I, I could say we. I have no idea where the story is, but where the story's going. But Harley Quinn is a pretty big, uh, pretty big hint where the story's going. So, uh, seems like they're moving it on, moving along pretty fast. I think the question now just becomes like, is this? Does this continue to be just Joker in his own universe now with just Harley Quinn, or is there other factors? Is there I mean, Batman? Probably not. But is there anything else? in that Gotham. Yeah, I mean, uh, that that mm -hmm. is actually a really good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like the last movie kept it... It was actually way... I think it was actually a little more expansive than we realized. Like, I mean, you know, Alfred's in it, and Bruce is in it. <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, I think, don't we see the Wayne get killed in that movie, too? Like, at the end, I want to say? Yeah. So, yeah. like, so there's bat stuff in it. It is not. It is contained to the Joker, and it should be the Arthur Fleck character. But, but there's stuff in it. So I expect there will be other, you know, ancillary stuff revolving Gotham involved with this. The Harley Quinn note is is. I wonder how Margot Robbie feels about this. Like, I'm sure they definitely. Um, I, I, when they signed Margaret, I, I assume she thought you know this was going to be a one woman show to take over the line from Irma, Uma Thurman in Batman and Robin. Uh, now they're going to have another Harley Quinn. That that's something that I certainly would not have expected. But I think we see with the way they're moving forward with Harley Quinn, they're trying to move away from anything Rivera and the Joker and the Suicide Squad because of how it was done. We didn't really get the full exploration of the Joker Harley Quinn dynamic. So I think maybe Tom feels. Tom feels like this is a good opportunity to now do that. I think Lady Gaga is a great casting for that role. I think a musical casting, a musical thought to it. I don't hate it on its surface. It's odd, but it's Joker. So, like, you know, I just got to accept that these are going to be odd things. I don't know if I necessarily, as Kendall said, needed to be a full-on musical. But this thing has a lot of musical notes, like, considering it's Joker and Harley Quinn. Like, that totally could still work. 
Um, it's weird with this film. Like, I didn't feel like when I saw the first one, I needed a second one. I didn't really want a second one. I don't know if I really even want one now, but if it's going to happen, I think you're saying you're going to do Harley Quinn. I assume it's going to be a mad love story where, you know, uh, uh, Lady Gaga is playing a Harleen Quinzel character who thinks that she can, you know, turn the Joker good. And then, of course, she gets, you know, manipulated by him. I- I'm fine with checking that out and seeing how that goes. Uh, I-, I think that that could certainly be a a very good story and i think that there's uh I'm, that's the reason why i'm blanking because i'm actually thinking wouldn't it be interesting sham if they flipped it and did what uh batman telltale did with harley quinn and maybe harley quinn already was established as the villain they'll i don't think they'll ever do that but i just thought that that was one of the coolest flips on the harley quinn joker story and if like joker meets harley like as someone who he admires from inside of a you know insane asylum yeah Oh man, so yeah, Telltale they they. I mean, I I feel like they're kind of a, a good example of, yeah, messing with the Batman lore, but it works so well, and it's and it just it feels it keeps the spirit of, just the essence of Gotham, in that kind of storytelling. But I thought Joker did well, um, so, I think this I'm I say I'm very excited about this Joker sequel. I'm very excited about Lady Gaga being involved in this sequel uh, as well. She's extremely talented. She's a very talented actress. Absolutely. Um, I think she's just as good of an actress as she is a singer. She's very talented. Um, And I think she's going to kill it in this role. I think if there are musical numbers, I think she's going to kill the musical numbers. Um, I'm a, I don't, the only thing, of course, there's a question mark. If it's a musical, you got to ask a question. I mean, what, you know, how is this going to be, you know, is this going to be as dark as, 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 uh, you know, the first one with musical numbers? It could be. Um, there are plenty of dark plays. There have always been dark yeah, plays absolutely. that are still dark, dark musicals, you know, that are still dark, you know, so, I mean, it could still be dark. Um, but, and Shane, there's almost a part of this, though, where, like, the first Joker, you know, for people of this generation, people who didn't see Taxi Driver, it was kind of, like, one of a one of a kind. Like, it was, like, a movie, like, it was it was very stark. Like, you can't do that again. Right. Like, you can't do what you did in the first movie. Like, which is kind of why I never wanted another one, because I'm like, you can't do that again. Like, that, there's no way you can have a second feeling about this character, the way they told the story. Like, it just can't be done. Um, right. That's why a taxi driver hasn't been done for 40 years until we saw Joker. Like, I, I do wonder if, like, this is the only way you kind of can do a sequel. Is if it is something so different and a musical couldn't be more different than what they did in the first film, no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be very different. It would definitely give a different um, kind of vibe, a different kind of feel. Um and this is i don't know if todd phillips is i don't know if he's done musicals before you know i'm not sure if that's something he's not to say that he can't you know experiment but i mean this would be an experiment uh you know if this is new to him um so you know so i don't know it'll be interesting to see um but they 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 he did such a good job with the first one you know i even this be if it is a musical partially or wholly a musical i you know i'm more than on board with seeing whatever whatever it is that that <laughs> whatever it is that this team you still got joaquin back as joker and lady gaga presumably is harley quinn that's that sounds like a match made in heaven to me yeah i know i mean to me it's 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 gotta be it's, it's just it's just gotta be different it's gotta be something new and i cannot wait to see them try it to success level for it i don't know i i feel like maybe it's me being a cynical movie fan like i'm kind of anticipating being disappointed because when this comes out kendall this is going to be one of the most anticipated sequels in the history of superhero movies for sure yes maybe even just hollywood period just the recent history when it comes to a second movie after a first film no 
Yeah, it's going to be a lot of expectations because it's a pretty groundbreaking movie for a rated R movie. Um, so, like you said, expectations are going to be high. Um, you know, I think the thing that that you the thing that you have to has to cross your mind whether or not it's concern or not uh, is one thing. But you think about the casting Lady Gaga, and I think people have to people have to understand it's sort of like casting Janelle Monae. Where you're like, she can do the singing, but I think she's proven, she proved with House of Gucci that she can act without yeah, that being, exactly. a, a, you know, a crutch. It's not like, you know, I'm casting Lady Gaga for this role because it's a singing role, you know. Um, I think Todd Phillips, I think, you know, shoot, you know, she checks a lot of boxes in that regard. But I also feel like. He, I, I also feel like he wouldn't be casting her if he didn't think that she was she could do she could pull it off from an acting standpoint. So, um, and a lot of her aesthetic could could certainly pull off Harley Quinn, uh, even from a personality standpoint uh, or persona standpoint, I should say. So, um, so that is what is encouraging, you know, because if you would have told me, you know, yeah, like uh, <laughs> I don't know, Ariana Grande is playing. And she's an actress as well, but Mariana Grande was playing Harley Quinn. I'd be like, uh, you know, I haven't seen her act since, you know, she was like, you know, on you Nickelodeon. Put, put, some, put some shade on Victorious, man. Like, he's, yeah, she, yeah. She, and, and, and Sam and Cat. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. This, yeah, maybe like Ariana Grande. But I mean, that's the problem nowadays. Is like all these, all these pop stars used to, used to be on TV. Uh, so there isn't a good example of somebody. But you told me Taylor Swift. Was, was was gonna be starring Joker two as Harley Quinn? I'd be like, yeah, that's a good one. And musical, I'd be like, oh, well, this is only because she could sing. You know, it's not based off anything that she's proven as an actress. Yes, so, she has tried to act, but she—that's not that's yes, yes. not her, not her bread and butter, to say the least. One hundred percent. So that you know, that's gonna be the thing. You know, um, now look, when Marvel decides we want to do the X Men, you know, in ten years. They decide, you know, we're going to cast Dazzler. Uh, they can probably be a little bit more, you know, creative uh, in terms of they may be able to just take your whatever Disney star that 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 does music now or uh, whoever or whatever pop star and make him into an actress. So, uh, but for 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 a role like Harley Quinn, you're going to need to be able to act. But I think I think Lady Gaga could pull it off. And also, I'm I am glad though that. This is our first sort of sign in the new the new regime at Warner at Warner Brothers Discovery uh, that they're not afraid to to overlap characters. You know, we've got a Harley Quinn, uh, but and then you know to be fair, we don't know if they're doing anything else with Margot Robbie anytime soon. But they're not afraid to be like, well, we're going to do another one. Yeah, I think yeah, like like. Like just do something, man. Like that's the thing. I think that's what uh, Zaslav's whole beef is. Is that like, y'all got all these plans and all these ideas. It's like just put something on the screen, man. Like just do something. Like there's just not enough action going on with there, given all the announced plans that they have. So, like I said, I don't, I'm not someone who was looking for a Joker sequel, but hey, I'm I'm glad that like, you know, like Phillips has a script. Joaquin's already signed on. They're in talks to get Gaga on board. And if it's gotten this far, it means Gaga's almost certainly gonna do it. They wouldn't let it get out this far, if uh, if you know now it's just about you know, dotting I's Cross and crossing T's at this yeah. point, like so yeah, like do something good. They're actually doing something <laughs> uh, with with this, so I I want to see how it how it shakes out. I mean, if there wasn't if it wasn't for the fact that there was already a Joker movie and that Margot Robbie was already Harley Quinn, otherwise I would say this sounds really cool. I, I'm I'm all for it. You know, it's just those pitfalls make me kind of pause knowing that joker was such a monumental task to begin with to try to do that again it's gonna be tough but i'm actually welcoming the oddball approach of doing a musical and i don't think it's actually oddball for joker to be honest i think it's just oddball in theory to do a superhero movie as a musical or comic (laughs) book movie not a super do we consider the uh 2016 suicide squad a musical or, or a music video I mean, or whatever shoot, you want to call it. You could it. call it a musical or something because that joint had like a whole catalog of, 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 <laughs> of, of, of popular music from 1985 to, you know, 2010. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, plus yeah. some plus some original songs that they had to throw in there. Yeah, the Rick exactly. Ross, yeah, yeah, yeah purple, purple Lamborghini. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah, rapping yeah, for... in the background about Killer Croc in Joker's Club. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> man, and people will talk about they really want to see air cut. Like, man, those people need help. I was listening to Purple Lamborghini yesterday, man. That that beat, that screen. Like, oh, I, 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 uh, Purple Lamborghini is on my phone. I, I definitely have it. Yeah. It's, it's Purple Lamborghini. I mean, anybody who, I, but actually, we don't talk much hip-hop. We do a little bit on this podcast, but we're all big hip-hop fans, varying degrees i'm a huge rick ross fan so purple lamborghini's on my phone i I've, i do i don't listen to it a lot but if it came on my shuffle there's a there's a 50 50 chance i might not skip it's hard it's yeah. a hard song there's a couple yeah, of yeah. songs on that on that uh on that on that soundtrack that soundtrack is hard like yeah uh, yeah 21, no. Pi- 21 no, pilots no. has a dope song um yeah he's a song yeah with, there's a song with uh with, with uh yeah, Sucker of Pain with uh T uh, with Ty Dollar Sign, Lil Wayne, Logic, Wiz Khalifa's on there. Yeah, there's some there's, yeah. some, there's some good stuff on there. Yeah, I mean it was the best part of the movie <laughs> was the music. Yeah, yeah. Was wasn't much of what was going on in the actual film. But I think that's gonna do it, guys, for this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. Thank you guys so much for checking us out this week. Of course, if you enjoyed this show, you can catch all of our podcasts on the New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. And follow us individually on social media. You can find Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, MCShan22. Kendall could be found on Twitter. Uh, at New Gen Ken. You can find me on Twitter at EJ underscore Stewart and on Instagram, Action EJ. Thank you guys again for checking us out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace. <laughs>